Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, when you're starting out in a new industry or a new business or a new company, you have to know why you've chosen this route. You must have the right mindset to do what you're doing and have to remember why you want to do this in the first place. So when I entered the financial arena, I was a single mom with two amazing children. I knew nothing about the industry and I wasn't even sure why I decided to enter it. No one mentioned that I had to get licensed or pass an exam or have a waiting period or earn a different language that I had to figure out called insurance-ish. Quite honestly, I wanted to quit every single day, multiple times a day. When I speak for financial and insurance companies, I always ask the audience if anyone has ever wanted to quit. Now you're going to hear the giggling and see the quiet nodding. And then I tell them that I was sitting in their seat and feeling like I was a square peg in a round hole, not knowing what I was doing, how I was doing it, and worse, why I was doing it. That's when you can see and you can hear them relax. They're not alone. So every morning, I would drive my children to school, and then I'd complain to myself how far I had to drive to talk to someone that I didn't know, and who even knew if they would buy from me, blah, blah, blah. But once I got to their home or their office, I was fine, and the appointment was always great whether I sold or not. But it was like Groundhog Day every single day. So one morning, I started my routine, and I looked at my children, and I remembered that my one and only job at this entire world was to protect my family. So why didn't I understand that before? Now, if I could do that for my family, why not other families? And it was as if that light bulb that you see in cartoons appeared over my head. I dropped my children off, and instead of complaining, I reminded myself that I had the privilege of protecting families today. 
and everything was different. My mindset shifted and I created a different path for myself and my business took off. Being a leader doesn't mean you're exempt from doubt or fear. You're human after all, but leaders develop the discipline to manage their concerns and redirect to a grounded, positive mindset. So here are some ways you can foster and maintain that positive mindset. The first is reflect on your life how it is. Is your life worthy of 30 minutes of quiet time every single day? I would say so. Many people do this first thing in the morning before getting on their computer or their phone. So consider this part of your day as important as your most important meeting. You are meeting with the most important person in your life. You. Think about where you are, your potential, and whatever else sheds light on where you're heading. Let your imagination run as wild as it did when you were a child and be open to your wisdom. Second, incorporate daily affirmations. You can create or collect inspiring messages to read each morning to align yourself with positive outcomes. When my children were little, we had an affirmation jar, and each morning they would read one to start their day with an encouraging thought and a smile. The third is do what motivates you. Find a few things that make you feel better and start doing them. Now, I love music, and it definitely motivates me to start moving. This, in turn, inspires me to dance around the house, which puts me in a great mood and ready to tackle the day. Exercising on a regular basis can help you get motivated and stay positive. You're doing something for yourself and the results will be evident in more ways than one. The fourth is visualize. Take some time to imagine and actually feel yourself accomplishing what you want. Now, instead of casting it off to the future with I will or I want, picture and sense exactly what you desire using the words I am and I have. This is a powerful way to invite your dreams and goals into your life. And the fifth and last one is speak with optimism. So do you ever mutter to yourself or even have a full-blown conversation with yourself that is anything but positive? If so, you must let go of those tired tapes running through your brain and that internal voice that brings you down. Now, this applies equally to what you say out loud to others because words do matter. And once you say something, you can't take it back. Now, when someone asks how you are, don't be a Debbie Downer and give a long woe is me reply. Many years ago, I rented office space from an incredible man. Each morning, he walked around the building greeting each and every person and asking how we were that day. And whenever I would ask him how he was, he would reply, I'm amazing. Now, at first, that struck me as a little odd, but I grew to appreciate that it not only was how he started his day, it was also how he continued his day, and it defined how others thought of him. He was powerful in his own right, as well as in terms of his positive impact on those around him. So I'll leave you with this story before I bring in my special guest about whether or not your glass is half full or half empty, or if that's even the most important thing to think about. So a lecturer was walking around a room while teaching stress management to an audience. As she raised a glass of water, everyone expected they would be asked, half empty or half full? But instead, with a smile on her face, she inquired, how heavy is this glass of water? Answers came out ranging from eight ounces to 20 ounces. And she replied, the absolute weight doesn't matter. It depends on how long you hold it. Now, if I hold it for a minute, it's not a problem. If I hold it for an hour, I'll have an ache in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. And in each case, the weight of the glass does not change. But the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. And she continued, the stresses and worries in life are like that glass of water. Think about them for a while and nothing happens. Think about them a bit longer and they begin to hurt. If you think about them all day long, you'll feel paralyzed, incapable of doing anything. Well, that story made an impression on me, and perhaps it will help remind you to let go of your stresses. As early in the evening as you can, put your burdens down. Don't carry them through the evening and into the night. Remember to put that glass down. Also, a negative thinker sees the difficulty in every opportunity. A positive thinker sees an opportunity 
in every difficulty. We're going to take a break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we come back, you'll hear from my special guest who will share his thoughts about entrepreneurs and their mindset. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. Uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, I told you to be prepared for my special guest, Jacob Roig, a business mindset and success coach helping entrepreneurs double their income and systematize their businesses so they can help more people and get more time off. He's owned six businesses and grown companies from zero to over a million dollars in sales in less than 12 months. He's a certified firewalk instructor, taking groups and people through firewalking, walking on broken glass, breaking boards, bricks, and arrows. His guidance teaches people to face and overcome fears quickly and how to use those experiences to handle any problem that arises being an entrepreneur. He's a successful husband, father, grandfather, friend, business coach who loves what he does every day. And I have the honor and pleasure of having him on our show today. So welcome to the show, Jacob. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Judy. I'm excited to be here. Yoo-hoo. All righty. So let's start the discussion of the day with mindset. What does that mean to you? Everything. I've interviewed over 25 self-made multimillionaires. And every single one of them will say 80 to 90% of their success is mindset. That's how important it is. Okay. Do you think that many times our mindset is driven by behaviors we learned as children? Yeah, it's, it's all of it. It starts then. You know, we're born pure and we have nothing as far as our reticular activation, our memory or experiences, and then they get built up over time. And that is we become adults and figure out what mindset really is about and how important it is. We spend that time peeling back those layers that got built on. It's definitely why I'm doing what I do because it is that important. Okay. So you know, as well as I do, many women will have this whole blown up discussion in their head of things that probably will never really happen, but it's so vivid that they truly believe it could happen and it is going to happen. What do you tell your clients, especially your female clients, to change those tapes, to change the mindset? How do you do that? I mean, what's like an easy way just to even get started to do that? The first thing is to just realize that We're in control of everything. We're making a decision whether we believe we are or not. If we make a conscious decision, we're making that choice consciously. But if we just react, which is what we're trained to do from being a child on, 
we're still making a decision. We're making that choice. So the first thing is, is to slow down a little bit and become aware of what it is that you're thinking. Become aware enough so that you can make a conscious choice. And with women, because we're, we're wired differently, you know, I work with John Gray, who wrote Men Are From uh, Mars, or Women Are From Venus, Men Are From Mars. And women have a loft apartment. You're wiring, you have 80% more white matter than men. So you can process and come to decisions and everything so much better than a man can. We have these closed, a hallway with these closed rooms. And so women, if you can relate to this, if you've ever had a discussion with your significant other or a male, and it's a heated one, and all of a sudden you ask them how they feel, they get the the deer in the headlights look because they have to leave (laughs) reasoning, walk down the hallway, go into what is it that I'm feeling, their feeling department, then go back to reasoning and say, how do I say this without getting in trouble? And by the time they get back, you go, see, you can't even tell me how you feel. (laughs) And so we're wired differently. (laughs) You know, it's funny that you say that because I always talk about the problem is that men and women listen differently. And I use a man is sitting there watching this great football game and you come in and say, hey, can you take out the garbage? And by the time he leaves the compartment of the football game and gets to the compartment of listening, it may only be a minute or two, but we've already come back with you not listening. So I I get it. I'm cracking up as you say that because I know how true that is. Yeah, well, it was true for me too. And so I had to, um, I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Okay. So it seems like many people talk about what they need to do or what they're planning to do, and then nothing happens. How important is action in changing your mindset? I forget who exactly said it, but thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings lead to actions. And so it starts with the thought, but feelings lead to action. And action, as Judy says a lot as well, is the only thing that will produce a result. We can desire it. We can, whatever the right word is, like passionately desire something, but it's only a wish until we get into action. And without it, some of the best dreams and ideas go with the owner. Mm. Okay, so tell me, and I hear this a lot lately, what does the phrase slowing down to speed up mean? I love that phrase. I know, me too. (laughs) One of the things that I teach, as Judy said, was uh, how to walk on broken glass. Yes, there's some danger factor to it, but it's a lot safer than it sounds if, if it's done the, with the right person. But what it teaches you to do is every single part of your step you're aware of. And in life, if we can slow down and be aware of every single thing that we're doing, the actions that we're taking and the responses that we're giving and the ways that we're reacting to things, that's what a glass walk is in life. And mm-hmm. when you can do that, you're consciously present with whoever is in front of you. We're not looking through that person anymore. We're not thinking about the next thing we have to do. We slow down to speed up because the more present we are, the better we are at doing it, the more productive that we are, and the bigger impact we make. Okay, so lots of entrepreneurs want to be successful. We, we know this. And so they promise the sun, the moon, and the stars to all of their clients. I'm here 24-7 on no matter what you need, anytime I'm here. And we all know that's clearly not true. And you're setting yourself up for failure and your clients for you know, not trusting you. So where do setting boundaries come into play, especially as an entrepreneur? <laughs> well, especially as an entrepreneur, for sure. And especially as being a female entrepreneur, because you're wired internally to be nurturers. And nurturers are self-sacrificing. But there's no book There's no story, there's nothing ever written that says you have to sacrifice all of you. 
And it's about keeping balance is important, as we know, because when you're out of balance, you fall one way or the other, just physically. But setting terms and boundaries is critically important, especially now because you've been thrown into working from home, being together longer than you're used to, having to be a homeschooler if you have children, juggling the work and trying to figure out when you can do that. And so setting terms and boundaries now is super important. One tip that you can do is just get really clear and first start with what's 15 minutes of time for you look like and how can you get it? Even if it's in the closet, because I know a lot of people that have done it, <laughs> like just having that solitude for starting with just 15 minutes for yourself doesn't mm -hmm. sound like much to those who get it, but those that don't have it, 15 minutes can make a huge difference. Yeah. And when you go back to women again, sometimes those 15 minutes, you feel guilty the whole 15 minutes. Yeah. For sure. And you have to le relearn how to nurture yourself and give yourself something back because we all hear it, the plain theory. You know, if you don't put the mask on you first, mm -hmm. it's not that you're going to die, you know, in life, but you're not showing up 100%. Your right. heart chooses to show up 100%. And you have to refigure out how to do it. Mindset's the place to start for sure. Okay, so you're a business mindset and success coach, and we know that's what you're supposed to be doing. But what was the moment that you knew that's who you wanted to be? When I started, the first book I ever read was Ogmandino. Love Ogmandino. Yeah, Richest <laughs> Man in the World. And mm -hmm. it impacted me. And at the end, there's seven scrolls. And it mm -hmm. says, don't read the second scroll. Practice this one for 30 days. And the first time I read the book, I did it. It took me eight months to read the book. <laughs> and so... And it's only, if, if you know the book, it's yeah. like 50 pages. Right. But it totally impacted me and started me on this journey of understanding my thoughts and how I could change things and how I could have a situation that seemed tense and just by my choice, change the whole dynamic of the situation. And I knew at that point I had grown up enough and realized I wasn't as unique as my ego was leading me to believe that we were more alike than, than different. And that was really the start of it. And then understanding business owners and the pressures that we put ourselves under, especially as entrepreneurs and then nurturers as, as females, this big dynamic of self-created pressure because we either absorb it and accept it or we create it ourselves. And the importance of mindset and how to diffuse that, that was really the biggest two catalysts that I had. Did you personally have to change your mindset when you decided to you know, be an entrepreneur, decided to be the business mindset and success coach. Did you ever have to like change your mindset? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm laughing because it was like, so I'm still working on that part. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a, a biggest shift. I always say that becoming an entrepreneur is one of the most intimate self journeys that you'll take because you're, you're forced by choice to make these decisions sometimes on a daily basis to make these directional choices to become a manager, to do this, to juggle all these things, and you learn a lot about yourself. So mindset, again, that's why they say 80 to 90% of it is that for success. Absolutely. Okay, so I was you know, snooping around on your website, and it said that you had run for seven years, 51 weeks a year, a weekly drop-in coaching call. So what happened on that weekly drop-in coaching call? What did people say? Did they tell you a challenge they were having? Did they tell you something amazing that happened? What, what did they do? Any, do you have any highlights from that? Yes, all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drop-in call. So the only thing that I would say, and that I say because I'm just relaunching it too, is right. that people 
show up and have a question ready. It could be on your mindset. It could be a personal thing that's getting in your way. It could be a business decision that you have to make or a direction that you're going and you're not sure of. I would never know what was coming at me. And I would just go in the flow with it. As you know, you get into this zone when you Mm -hmm. allow source to come through you. And that's what I do. A big success is somebody that you probably know, Heather Campbell. Mm -hmm. And she's the legal warrior. And in a five-minute call, uh, she was an attorney who was really frustrated, really good, very smart, not appreciated, and was just tired of it. And she was looking for something else to do. And in a five-minute call, we brainstormed together as coach and client. And she launched The Legal Warrior. And being the person that she is, a week later, she came back and said, I created a website. I did this and I did that. That's an action taker. Today, this year, she'll do well over six figures. And this is five years later. Um, And she's done that multiple times. But she has a podcast. She works with high-level clients. And she's doing something that she absolutely loves, which is helping entrepreneurs get legal disclaimers and all your content, your website and everything legal. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. If you were going to drop in and ask a question about your business, what would you ask? A common theme with everybody. What's the hardest thing about the business? It's not Mm -hmm. doing it because we come into a business because we believe we have a skill to do something. It's how do we find those people that are ready to purchase what we serve them with? And it starts with the messaging. So I get a lot of questions about that are indirect, but they all lead back to this. And it's about knowing how to present yourself, knowing how to create curiosity and interest, and filtering out those people that aren't ready yet. Because see, you're a salesperson as well, Judy, and you know that no means not yet. And it really, that is true. I rarely have somebody say, no, don't ever contact me again. Rarely, like in my whole career, probably 10 times. So it's just no, not yet. So it's filtering those people out and getting your messaging correct, which helps not just the listener, but helps you and your confidence as well. So it's a, it's a huge place to start. Yeah. And I would say that part of that has to do with, like you said, you know, the right people, because a lot of people feel that everyone is their client. And we all know how untrue that is, but you don't want to leave anybody out. There's your second problem. You know? Yes. Yes, for sure. It's uh, remember this. Who makes more money, the general practitioner or the knee or the brain surgeon? Right. Uh, It's like that in entrepreneurship. The narrower our niche, the more business you will get because it's easier to find them. And the messaging stays the same. So do you direct anybody to a certain platform or guide them on how to find their people? It's all different. Probably the three big ones if they're doing social media. Don't discount email marketing as well because it has its Mm -hmm. place. It depends on your budget. It depends on if you're doing it organically and who your audience is. So the platforms are different, especially now with the advent of COVID-19. More people are online, which also created more opportunity for people to bring in different platforms or ways to be noticed. So there's a lot of distractions out there. I would get really clear, pick your top two ways that you're going to start out and let the other distractions put them on the shelf for a while. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of opportunities for collaboration now, and and, uh, you just have to be willing to receive when somebody says, hey, let's chat a little bit and see what's going to happen. So, yeah. Like you and I. That's right. Like you and I. Okay. So I also saw that you had a program called the 30-Day Biz Launch. Can you really launch a business in 30 days? Absolutely. Uh, A lot of times less, Judy. And 30-Day Biz Launch means you're taking your idea and 
creating a legitimate business and getting your marketing direction in place. It, it doesn't mean you're going to make $10,000 in a week, a day, a month in the beginning. It means you're launching your business. The biggest impact with that is not just launching it, but it's getting that mindset in place of becoming a business owner, a business leader, not someone who's doing something that they're good at. That's the biggest impact. So let's go back to women for a minute. What's the best advice you would give to women who are in leadership positions that something that they can hold on to, absorb, get used to it and implement? And I'm not even talking about like just do a business or whatever. What's the best advice you can give to women? Trusting yourself and giving yourself as much credit as you quickly give others. That's the biggest one. Setting the terms and boundaries are going to be important. And then like a plan, you don't just set them and put them in the drawer for the next year. When you set your terms and boundaries, we have to honor it. Like the responsibility of terms and boundaries isn't creating them, it's upholding them. Mm -hmm. um, and I would just say, we are talking to mainly women today, but this is not that unique for the other side of the fence to a gender as well. But it's easier because of the way that you're built as a female to be a nurturer and the wiring in the brain. Guys have this capacity and it's a gift that we, we're not even really aware of unless you're aware, which is we can put a problem away and go, okay, I don't have to be back to work until tomorrow at nine. Let me go and do whatever. And they can let it go for the most part, unless it's a really stressful one. But women, for whatever reason, just keep adding to the list. And once you have a completion, your to-do list is never done. So I would just suggest that you slow it down, become aware, set your terms and boundaries, get really firm in that. And be willing, like you did as well in your journey, Judy, which is ruffle the feathers a little because we have to be woken up, you know, as far as men and realizing that, hey, look, all the stories that we heard and all the ego BS, it really is <laughs> just that. Mm -hmm. Right. And those that are more open and willing to collaborate and understand and especially be more open are the ones that are going to really launch in the future and in the futures right now. Yeah. Tomorrow. That's the future. Yes. So what's next for you? Just relaunching my uh, drop-in coaching call. It, that for me is like so much pressure fun because you don't know what questions are coming and it's just getting in the flow in the zone of something. And I'm really good at it. And it's not an ego statement. It's just the results have shown it. So I'm relaunching that. I'm redoing everything and I'm walking my talk, which is I'm delegating. And delegating is a skill and a gift that you give yourself. And so I'm scaling my business up to another level during COVID because the opportunities there are more people require help. And I have a thing that no one gets left behind. And that's why I'm doing my drop-in call. It's, it's an easy way for somebody to come in for next to nothing and really get some help. But people get the most help sometimes listening to other people's questions because we can't mm -hmm. think of everything. That, my 30-day biz launch and the website redo, which you'll see within about the next 30 days. So lots on my plate. I'm looking to scale it and have a third of my business being my one-on-one -on -one instead of 70% of it. So life's good. And I can have more time like I'm leaving after the show to go spend some time with my uh, grandkids and the best title I've ever had, grandpa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I just I earned that title last year and it's like, oh, oh it's man. my favorite title. That, yeah. That ever. could be a show, Judy. <laughs> I know, and it probably should be. <laughs> so tell our listeners where they can connect with you and get more information. 
The most active place that you can find me is on LinkedIn, and you just type in my name, Jacob Roig. You'll find me there daily. It's a great platform for me. I'm also at my website, jacobroig.com. And anybody that's open and listening to this call today, if you're out there and you feel that there's something else, but you're not sure what it is, you could use help, but you're in limited or scarcity mode and it's legit or just mentally, reach out to me. My email address is my name at Gmail. If you let me know it was from Judy Hoberman's show, I will give anybody a free 20-minute strategy session that I promise you will give you at least one huge nugget that you can take away with you. That's my intended promise. And he definitely does that. Just in our conversations, you've given me things to majorly think about and adjust. And I know many people that have spoken with you and they just rave about everything that you do. So I'm excited for you and I will be watching and listening and promoting for you. Thank you so much, Judy. And those listening to Judy, stay on track. (laughs) This lady knows her stuff. She is a gift to to everybody, including me. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I know this is like disrupting your time off. And I am so appreciative that you took the time to share the mic with me. I'm excited we're connected. I am excited about what's going to come up in the future. And I look forward to creating adventures together. Thank you so much, Judy. Take care, everybody. As I say, stay in action. Absolutely. And I want to leave everyone with this quote by C.S. Lewis. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now, make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.